Disclaimer, this episode talks about eating disorders, sizing and body image and food consumption. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I am joined with Jess, my lovely co-host of today. And what we're going to be discussing today is body image and the world opening up. And that linking to fast fashion within the industry. We have got a previous podcast that is completely about fast fashion. Go check that out. Let's get cracking. So the entirety of the UK, no, not the entirety of the UK has opened up. It is just just England. (laughs) So just Finally. Exactly. England has opened up their restrictions. We currently have very minimal restrictions put into place, if any. The floodgates are open. Exactly. (laughs) I don't think there are any restrictions. Well, no, there aren't. There aren't. There aren't, no. I mean, I... Isolation, I think, is the only thing you still have to do now. Isolation as of August. 16th of August, I think it's 16th of August, yeah. yeah. I was speaking to Jess Marks about it last week on our interview. And what is your opinion, Jess Mitchell? I'm actually excited, I can't lie. Yeah? I am, because... Well, a little bit nervous, but I haven't been out yet. <laughs> I will. But no, I am excited because I feel it's been such a long time coming. And I was thinking about this the other day, like pretty much our entire second year of uni was in lockdown. Mm. I think we had Apart like... six weeks. Yeah, I think it was about six weeks um, at the beginning. in September, October, where, you know, we couldn't do it. Well, we could do anything, but also nothing. <laughs> like people starting uni this year because I feel bad for the guys that's started last year they didn't get to experience like freshers or anything i think we me and you have been quite lucky with that had freshers then we've had that lockdown and now mm. our last year yeah. we've got a little yeah, bit, a bit of freedom again yeah so that'll be quite nice to be honest i'm excited just to have like be able to dress up and go out again because mm. it's I all very well up. yeah it's all very well dressing up and having a house party but it's not the same it isn't it's is it like we've got a- like big brands going in with their sixteenth like, of July or yeah, something, yeah. and whenever down last lifted. week, last yeah. week it's literally been a week, and I can't even remember the date. It was crazy over the weekend as well. Crazy. Oh my god! I went out on Saturday. Mm. I don't know what happened. Well, I walked home from work, and I've never seen so many police cars in my life. No, at Saturday. One time. Yeah, so I took the train back to Southampton. Yeah, and when. I got back, I went out. I went to Spoons with a mate, just literally for one drink to catch up. Yeah. And downstairs, packed. Upstairs, no one. Oh. At all. Weird. And this was at like... On a well, Saturday as well. On a Saturday, yeah. and it was like 10 o'clock. Because of all the, like, I guess, time shift. Yeah. From yeah. when we used to go to Spoons about nine, half nine, ten yeah, o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Stay there until closing time, midnight, one o'clock, and then go out. And it was like, so it was dead by 11 and yeah. all the clubs were like open at 11-ish. Yeah. Because they're, they're open from like 10, aren't they, or something? Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to go out. It'll be a matter of when. <laughs> exactly. I get the time to. I just feel like right now, I mean, I looked and everywhere's like either booked up or mm. I saw a queue for the new club in Bedford Place. It was, I mean, there must have been about 200 people in it. Oh my It was crazy. It was insane, so it might be a little while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. and when we do, we'll get some banging outfits. We will, yeah. What, I've had a lot of conversations with people about how they 
think about their body image through lockdown because there's yeah. obviously the lockdown 15 yeah. or the lockdown 20 whatever it is which is kind of like the freshers 15 yeah where when you go to uni you gain 15 pounds yeah which is about a stone most people gain a stone when they go to uni that's why it's called the freshers 15 and it was a similar thing to lockdown because where we weren't allowed to exercise or go to the gym because that is a public space where we had to do our home workouts and our daily walk everyone just kind of either maintained or gained weight or the people who were actively losing weight were doing that as well but yeah. overall the whole british population did go up on mm -hmm. in weight myself included and i don't know like because we've over lockdown had two very different experiences yeah. with our weight yeah. like i've gained a lot more than i have ever gained i am the heaviest i've ever been and i'm quite comfortable with it but that's now mm. that wasn't 12 months ago whereas on your hand you've been actively losing weight yeah i feel like lockdown for a lot of people went one of two ways and the thing is as well like what we've all got to remember is yeah a lot of people did gain weight but we have been in a lockdown you yeah. know we haven't a lot of us especially students we have very active jobs because we'll be working in retail or in hospitality like both me and you do where we're on our feet all the time obviously they were closed over lockdown mm. so what did that leave us with that left us with you know like everybody else either working from home or having to go out and do some sort of exercise which you know when you're if you're in a lockdown and maybe you're mentally suffering a little bit because i know a lot of people did that's not the first thing you want to do mm. you know you just want to sit on the sofa watch a film like stuff your face with a packet <laughs> of crisps like you know and there was i yeah there were so many times when i just wanted to do that Mm. But yeah, I feel I feel quite lucky because I feel like lockdown for me was actually a, a good thing. But um, but I feel like I said, you know, earlier, I feel bad saying that because I know for a lot of people it wasn't. And I saw a lot of people, my family included, you know, they really struggled. We're out of it now. <laughs> yeah, we are. I mean, my perspective with not even the weight issue. I don't want to call it an issue because it's no, not an issue. It's, not, it's just no. something that's happened. Yeah. With my uh, circumstances with weight. It's been quite difficult because mm. I, from from the start of uni, I have gained quite a bit of weight in comparison to what I was doing over the last mm -hmm. however long. And that comes down to my own kind of like routine with food. Mm -hmm. So with my weight, how I've kind of distinguished it is through my dress sizes. And as we all know, women's dress sizes Appalling. are horrible. They are. Appalling. They are disgusting and be, need to be regulated. Mm -hmm. Like men's, you can get a size medium and be six foot tall hench is a wooden plank <laughs> like or you can be five foot two who's a little bit wider and that's where the regulation is like you can have so many different body types yeah. but they all fit into one size yeah. i mean i have about 10 pairs of jeans in my wardrobe and i can tell you now they are probably all different sizes like mm. or you know i've probably got some 10 some 8 some 12 i've probably got 14s in there as well like and primark is one of the worst ones oh <laughs> story time for you all <laughs> last summer i basically threw out all my clothes and got a whole new wardrobe with the money i don't have but besides the point i normally fit into primark clothes like that is my go-to as a kid, I was really petite and I was quite slender, not very tall. So for me, Primark clothes fit me because it was for the slimmer person. Mm -hmm. I went into Primark, I got two pairs of jeans within a week period because neither of them fit. Bearing in mind I'd gained weight 
So I've struggled a lot with my weight for a long time, did under eat, I regulated my food, I didn't have a healthy relationship with, with food whatsoever. Up until I went to uni, I was between a size six to eight, which was fine. For me, it was unhealthy. I wasn't great. But then when I went to uni, I gained quite a lot of weight over the last two years. It's taken a lot of time to be quite neutral about that because I'm like, yeah, okay, I've gained weight. I can't do anything about that right now, right in this second. But is that weight bad? For me, it wasn't because I didn't look well whatsoever. Mm. I haven't looked well for quite a long time. I was over-exercising and under-eating. And then when I went to Primark and bought those jeans that I thought were going to fit me, hell broke loose. Mm. I came home and I was like, right, I bought a size 8, which would have been my normal size. I put them on, barely got them over my bum, (laughs) and they were literally flat across my lower half, weren't Mm. they? Like, the button, like... But I have to say, a size 8 in Primark is... It is not size eight everywhere exactly. else, you know? Like... Exactly, like, and we know from these experiments that social media people have done and influence have done, a size eight in Primark and a size eight in Next could be two very different mm. size eights. If you were to go to, okay, not the most glamorous, but say Asda yeah. and buy some jeans, size eight, they'd be fine. Mm. Primark, Zara, Boohoo, the fast fashion places. Yeah. They're the ones that have, have really... I mean, I've bought two size 8 pairs of jeans before. Different styles from um, Primark. So I bought some mum jeans and skinny jeans. Bought them both in a size 8. The skinny jeans, absolutely fine. Mum jeans were too big. And I was like... Mm. I, I, I know, I'm not a size 6. Like, I know that. I'm either an 8 to a 10 and somewhere at a 12. So I was just kind of very like, okay, which one do I actually need then? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I... They're same style, different style, but same size. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm, that happened when I was a lot slimmer. Mm. Like, I I would get a size 8 jean from, like, somewhere, and I'd be like, this fits me perfectly. Mm. And then I'd get a size 8 jean somewhere else. I'm like, right, yeah. this can fall off me at any time. Mm-hmm. I need a belt or I need to go down a size. But I'm not a size six or a size four. Like, they didn't do size four until... No, four, size like four. Like, five years ago. Yeah, I don't remember size four ever being a thing when I was growing up. But I have to say, though, even though, like you said, you have gained a little bit of weight, you seem like the happiest yeah. you've been for a long yeah. time. I'm a lot more comfortable with my body now than I ever have been. Yeah. Growing up, it wasn't easy with my relationship with food. And especially my relationship with clothes as well. Mm -hmm. I would literally always be wanting to buy clothes, but then being scared about if they're going to fit. And that's why I didn't buy clothes when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, I went through kind of the opposite to you. I was binge eating a lot. So I I weighed, when I was about 17, I weighed about six stone, which is not a lot. It was unhealthy. And it wasn't because I wasn't eating. I was eating a lot. Mm. I just had such a fast metabolism. But then obviously, like they always say, it catches up with you. And I hit sort of like 18 years old and I met my boyfriend at the time and lived with him for a bit. And I just ate and ate and ate and ate and ate. And And I put on so much weight. I gained literally about four and a half stone within about a year. Yeah, it was a lot. Mm. It sounds silly, but I didn't realise how big I'd got or Mm. how much weight I'd put on. It wasn't until people would kind of make comments. So, you know, I'd go to a family party and they'd be like, oh, 
oh, you've gained a little bit of weight, you know, people that hadn't seen in two years. And mm. I was like, oh, have I? Like, you know, I was kind of ignoring it. And then I think it was probably in the last couple of years when I've been like, okay, I, need, I do need to change it, especially in the last year. Everyone has a relationship with food. Yeah. And it kind of goes one way or the other, but... Exactly. We can only... You can only unlearn the habits that we've gotten over yeah. however however long we've been on the earth. Like, yeah. exactly. I'm... I'm I'm a little child at 20, <laughs> so I, I, I say only have 20 years of unlearning to do, but yeah. we all have at least 20 years of unlearning to do because yeah. for the last 20 years, we've had the influences of models such as Kate Moss yeah. and Victoria Beckham, who were that size six, who were the inspiration of the noughties, which directly impacted all of us as young people alive yeah because we had that social expectation and we had that social media coverage of itty bitty minis skinny minis women Mm. walking down runways because we were at the tail end of the height of the supermodel era yeah yeah like i'm I'm, and now we're in the instagram era exactly when we said i cannot log on to instagram now without looking and seeing some very skinny mini but like they look amazing don't get me wrong they look incredible but it's it's not a realistic body you know they've worked really hard for it and i completely understand respect that um but i wish we could see more of an actual body you Mm. know a a wider range of bodies yeah a wider range that's how i've kind of um tailored my instagram yeah over the literally over the last like year two years because that will become the norm for you. Yeah. And I think if everybody did that, it would become the norm for them as well. And that's mm. what I think is important. It's changing people's perspective of what is normal. Because no, there is no, like, normal. It's a wide range of everything. Everything's normal. Exactly. You know? Very skinny to plus size, like... And that's what I think everybody needs to do. Is, yeah. It's, it's, no, it's not normal as a... bit more open-minded. A, yeah. It's not normal as a wider concept but is what's normal for you yeah because if your normal is a size 20 yeah and that's what you have been all your life you've always been a bigger person yeah that's your normal yeah you're not gonna magically go down to a size eight mm-hmm. well that's what i've had to learn especially with like me losing weight i've lost weight particularly from my waist and my arms but i'm still relatively bottom heavy i've still got quite big legs and I remember speaking to a couple of family members about it, women, and they said, it's just, that is us. Like, mm. you know, that is what, what we're like. And I sort of was like, okay, I've had to really drill it into me that that's just my body, you know? And that's fine. But it is one of those things where, like I said, you look at Instagram and you're like, okay, that's what I need to look like. Yeah. And then you've got to realise, that's not how my body is meant to yeah. work, you know? <laughs> like, I think about that all the time, like, yeah. with my... um gender dysphoria yeah because i'm like oh do you know what i would love like nice curvy hips Mm. but i'm kind not completely like up and down like i have got some curve to me but that is partially due due to some mistreatment of my body yeah where i used to wear belts a little bit too tight Mm -hmm. or i used to wear clothes that were a little bit small for me yeah where kind of the idea of a waist trainer came in yeah how you would mold your body so your your waist would be skinnier (laughs) yeah 
I used to wear one. Like, Did you? yeah, I used to oh, wear not you. not massively. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be like at school or anything. Yeah. But like walking around the house or, oh. um, because they I would just like look painful. I think they look so painful. They like... they aren't painful. That's the problem. Yeah. Is that after? I would say after about an hour, an hour and a half. That's where it gets a little bit achy. Yeah. That's where your You're stomach muscles. You're pushing everything in, aren't you? Like... Yeah. So I there was a couple of waist trainers in my house anyway. Yeah. And they were like medium and large. I put the large one on and be like, haha, this is gonna fall right <laughs> off me. It didn't. Oh. It didn't at all. It acted like it should have fit me. Yeah. Bearing in mind at the time I was a size eight. Christ. Exactly. And so I was there like there's no point me buying mm. a smaller one yeah. if this is going to do exactly what it has yeah. and it's comfortable at the moment. Where that figure comes from is from the popularisation of the slim, thick bodies yeah. of Kim Kardashian yeah. and the so whole Kardashian. So you need Kardashian. a tiny waist, big boobs, big exactly. bum, like, yeah. But I think on on that note, I think the Kardashians have kind of promoted the idea of this is what an ideal body looks like. Yeah. But then within the Kardashian family, you also have varying body types. You do, yeah. We've got Kim K, who is, what, 5'3"? Yeah, she's five tiny. Four. I mean, Courtney's even smaller, isn't exactly. she? Exactly. Yeah, she's 5'1". Yeah, she's 5'1". She's quite curvy. Yeah. I wouldn't say she looks like a UK standard size 8 because of her boobs and her hips. Yeah. Because that's the... the other thing as well is like if you've got boobs and big hips, you could be a size eight waist. Mm. If you've got big boobs and a big bum, you're gonna need like a size twelve top, you know. Exactly. And I know a lot of friends that I'll go, you know, we'll all go shopping. They'll be tiny, absolutely tiny, but they've got big boobs, and they'll be like, "Oh, I've got to get a size fourteen top." And mm. I'm like, "Yeah, but babe, <laughs> it's because you're you've got like massive boobs, you know." Exactly, and I've kind of I've had that as well, but I it's yeah. like the reverse. Yeah. Because I've got kind of a standard size rib cage a little bit bigger mm. than probably someone of my stature would yeah. be. I'm only 5'5", five five, yeah. but I've got a 36 rib cage. Because I was born male, mm. obviously it is going to be a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. But then because of how small my cup size is, being only an A, mm. I, I don't have any boobs to fill anything. Yeah. So I've got, so I get size 10 to 12 tops. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, okay, but add a little bit more because I've got a bit bit of boobage yeah. to go when I wear a bra properly. Yeah. And I think weight fluctuates all the time. It does. I mean, when I was really proper dieting, I would weigh myself. <laughs> this is bad, but I would weigh myself day and night, every day. Because um, I got a little bit obsessive with it, which I don't do anymore. But in the morning, I, w- I could be like, say, eight stone eight. And then in the evening, I'd be nine stone. Mm. And I was like, where has that, like, come from? How yeah, have I put on those... nearly half a stone in a day? Yeah. And then I spoke to um, someone about it, and they were like, because your weight fluctuates so much, you know, you eat during a day, your water weight as well. If you work out and you're working out on your muscle, you're going to build more muscle gain. Like, that weighs a bit more. So, yeah, I had to, like, re rethink, you know, it's normal to gain mm. and not even gain you're not gaining anything you're just going up and down exactly. as you normally would so i don't weigh myself yeah for the exact reason of personally it really triggers me yeah like we've had conversations about this like mm-hmm. personally yeah 
I cannot weigh myself because I cannot give myself a number yeah. or I'll fixate on getting that back to what it was when I last got weighed socially. Mm-hmm. By that, I mean outside of hospital or anything, yeah. which was when I was 14. Yeah. That was six years ago. Yeah, and you're not going to be the same way you were when you were 14. Oh my, no, oh, so I had to have a reality check because yeah. I weighed myself, what, six months ago? It was with me and Ellie and Kat, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I can't even remember the number because my no. brain just blocked it out. And I was like, I, I panicked. My brain just went, you yeah. need to be skinny. You need to be skinny right now. I, I genuinely thought that I was better mm. because um, with having an ED, it's not just the practices of what you're doing. Yeah. It's how you're thinking about food, how you're thinking about weight, how you're thinking about your body. It's very, very mental. And those mental things do come across in physical traits such as under eating or overeating or binge eating or over exercising because that's what I was doing when you were talking about the muscle mass. Yeah. I was a dancer. Mm-hmm. I danced for like six years of my life because of COVID, I can't dance at the moment and because of my health issues. But I was a dancer, I was under eating, I was going to the gym for about six to seven hours a week Mm. no wonder I was about an inch thick with muscles like it looked strange because I mean and and, and just going back to a sizing thing and and how your weight relates so much to your like you know how your relationship with with weight mentally that's why I think it's so important to have sizing regulated because Mm. we're so sort of trained to think right that size is ideal that size isn't like if i'm if i'm a size let's just say 20 for example um you know if if society says if you're a size 20 then you're plus size yeah basically if you're a size 8 then you're skinny if you've got someone who you know if you if they measured themselves is a size 8 who then has to go and buy a size 14, that's going to do something to their heads because they're going to be thinking, oh my God, I've put on weight, even mm. though they probably haven't. That is just bad sizing, basically. Exactly. You know, but yeah. it will do something to your to your brain because you're going to be sitting there thinking, I've done it. You're going to be sitting there thinking, oh my God, I've gone up a size. I've gone mm. up four sizes. Oh, what do I do? Like, I have to lose weight. Mm. And in reality, you don't have to do anything. That literally you know? was me when I yeah. bought those jeans. Jeans is just an issue in Primark. They need to get their sizing sorted. They do, yeah. Since, since the new sizing that came about about four years ago, mm. everything's gone tits up. I bought... It was when I was comfortable with how much I gained weight, and I was like, right, okay. As a kind of experiment with the brand of Primark mm. and their jean sizes, I was like, I'm going to get a size 10, a size 12, a size 14, a size 16... Because in my head, I was like, right, there is no way I'm going to be an 18. Yeah. Bearing in mind, two years ago, I was a size 10. Yeah. Right now, I'm about a size 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. I put them all on when I got home. They're all completely different sizes, but with very similar styles. Yeah. And the only one that fit was the 14. Really? Only one. The 16 was a li- like a little bit too big. Yeah. Even though I have got a size 16 jean from yeah. Primark in my wardrobe as we speak. Yeah. And I've got a 14 and I've got 12. Yeah. That's how ridiculous it is. I mean, I had a really interesting conversation with my mum about this about a year ago. Um, It was actually as we were coming out of the first lockdown. 
and she said to me in the last couple of years she was like i block out the number she was like i just buy what fits me mm. you know like and she was like it shouldn't have to be that way because like i said it does play on your mind but it comes she said it comes to a point where you've just got to buy what you're comfortable in yeah and and kind of forget that there is a number next to it because all the number is is what society has told us about size is cool exactly. like that's all it is it's not actually a like mm. you're overweight or you're skinny mark it's just mad because it's like when when you go into zara for example they've got a great system mm. even though it is fast fashion yeah they tell you on the label if it's yeah um if it runs big if it runs small it's or like if it's a triangle on a circle or something isn't yeah, it? yeah i can't remember which one it is mm. i'll link the article in I the admit, i need to look at that more <laughs> mm. i will link the article below in the description box and on that note we shall say goodbye and next week <laughs> we will be featuring megan newton for her interview Go follow our socials, which is gunk underscore collective on the majority of them, such as Instagram, SoundCloud, and Twitter and Facebook. And the Gunkcast on Spotify, which is this is on. If you wouldn't mind just clicking a follow, clicking a like and giving a share, would be brilliant. Our website, which is Gunk Collective, and we have our new prompt going up this week, which is microbial art. And I'll see you next week for another podcast.